fucking feel it. It's like, bro, especially because it's like, I'm the friend that doesn't like, I don't have that much emotion to begin yeah. with. So it's like, if I'm crying, then yeah. clearly I'm fucking hurt. It's, yeah. It, but it's very cool that you were very seen by your people. Yeah. Clearly they knew that. You know? Yeah. And they understood too. It's like, bro, that shit hurts. Like some people, they go off in the corner. They don't want anyone to see them cry. Yeah. I'm like, I'm with my people. I don't cry right now. Yeah. And if, Y'all get it. Somebody hold me. But, um, <laughs> like with my fiance, it's just, it's been a process. Like I, <laughs> the joke was I used to like look up on the internet, how to deal with <laughs> hyper sensitive girl. I'd like be reading Reddit posts or like psycho- oh my God. psychiatrists or psychologists. Uh, but that means you fucking care. You yeah. want to understand. A comedy podcast about living with mental illness and learning how to achieve mental challenges. God damn it. Oh, I fucking forgot that I changed that shit. Start over. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Mental Chillness, a comedy podcast about living with mental illness and working towards mental chillness. I need to fucking remember that. (laughs) It sounds so much better than the other one. No, for sure. We are your hosts today. I'm Jules. Damn, I forgot. I I thought you forgot about that part. Never. Sorry, I'm calm. It's okay. And we are your fairy buff mothers. Today, everyone, I know that I always say we have a fairy buff father or whatever the fuck. We actually have a fairy buff father today. He's like ripped. Buffer than the both of us combined. (laughs) Also, thank you for being the straightest male we've ever had on this podcast. (laughs) I'm glad to be here. So today we have a very special guest. We have JP in the house. Um, The reason why we know JP is because he was my old neighbor who also got robbed at the uh, same situation as me. And that's how we bonded. And then once we were bonding about that, we were both like, yeah, they stole my weed. And then they didn't touch my recording equipment. And then we were both like recording equipment. And then we were both like podcast. Um, so JP actually has his own podcast as well for everybody that is an anime lover. It is called Spicy Ramen, right? Yeah, Spicy Ramen Podcast. It's ran by me, my co-host. Well, we're all co-hosts. I'm I'm not the originator of it, but me, Shaq, and Justin Love. And it was just three black dudes that love anime. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) That's that's really all it is. How long have you guys had that podcast? Um, we started... September 2019, I think. Damn. Yeah. So it's been a while. Yeah, like three seasons, I think, like what we're calling it, essentially. We moved to like a live podcast form. Like we run it off of a StreamYards. Okay. And we have it on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Oh, wow. Definitely a lot that we can learn from you. We literally just started this shit. So it's like, yeah, it's like going on to one year in November. 
But we started when we first started. We were like season one, and then after we ca- we capped season one, we took like a four months like hiatus. And I was like, enough with the seasons. We're like, no more. <laughs> we need to keep going, or we're never gonna go at all. No, for sure. <laughs> it definitely is. It's hard once you take a break to get back into it, even if it's like something that you love talking about. Exactly. It's like, nah, I don't really feel like doing this today. It's like, yeah. I would rather just lay down and watch TV. But... And it sucks because exactly. it's like, why is that? We were like, okay, this month. Okay, you know what? No, no it's next human. Month. But that's the thing. The reason why we adjusted our uploading schedule is because of that. I know myself and I know that when I go really ham into something, I burn out really bad. Mm-hmm. And like in order to prevent the burnout, we keep it on a consistent um, schedule to where we always have a break. We always have a two week break after yeah. every three weeks. So like it's like guaranteed that we're going to continue without being all fucked up. Period. Yeah, you know? that, that's actually smart. I mean, I didn't think that you guys had just started. It, it, you guys have like a very professional vibe. Thank you so much. There's a few things that I feel like we could probably take, like having an outline. And we have an outline. We have like a timeline because we get off tangent. We go yeah. on tangents a lot. But it's kind of like the format because um, the podcast that we kind of, we were compared to, was it the 95 South podcast with like a DC Young Fly and I those dudes? It. And it's just like three dudes kind of just sitting there like talking shit, having fun. Yeah. We just have an anime base. Yeah. I, I feel like internet spaces are all the same. For like sure. Or like online platform spaces are all the same. I feel like everyone has the same goal to make an ideal hangout spot. Mm-hmm. That's literally what we're a doing. Space, you know what I'm saying? Like sure. we're just Bring trying to do together. like we're just trying to create the ideal like hangout spot for the mentally ill. <laughs> <laughs> a safe place for the community. <laughs> Come cry with us. <laughs> um, but actually, the reason why I really want, I'm really excited to have this uh, recording and to do this episode but the reason why we really wanted to have you on or i really wanted to have you on is because i was like i don't know him i was like hold on she doesn't actually know like half of the guests that i suggest i'm always like hey here's this person this is what they do this is what we're gonna talk about you're gonna like it but i'm always so down like every single time she i trust her see 100 i feel like that's what we need yeah you know i feel like i'm a control freak that needs someone to be down. And then Jules is like, she rails me back in when I really need it. She's, yeah. she's like, okay, bitch, I'm not feeling that. Yeah. This is my thing, okay? I'm a just weird-ass person. Yeah. I have to warm up to people. When I see you and I don't look at you or I don't say hi to you or whatever, it's literally not you. It's me. Okay? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, <laughs> you know I'm saying? <laughs> don't, make, I don't make friends with my neighbors. Not because I don't want to. I yeah. just, you know, I'm yeah. weird with people. So I've always, me and him were like, come out of our houses and I would like go to the gym or whatever or like and I'll see him with his bag and I'm like I wonder what this guy does yeah. I always was like I wonder what this guy does <laughs> yeah. because you were the only person in the neighborhood that was like working out that I saw that was like going to the gym whatever right and yeah, then like, like finally like we bonded I like find his Instagram and I'm like it makes so much sense he's a fucking <laughs> professional fighter yeah Back to the original start of this whole conversation. That's why I wanted to have him on. It's because he's a professional fighter. And um, I feel like we, because we're two females, like we're two women, um, we bring, and we are two very fluid women. Mm -hmm. We bring on a lot of different like fluid energy and we try to make the space really open. Um, So there's less, straight people that come around here you know what I'm saying 
not because uh, of any bad reasons or anything, yeah. but I think that it's really cool to have you on and your your point of view. Um, because I didn't want to just have any straight dude on just to talk about whatever. Because I'm yeah. sure that everyone can relate to, you know, a certain aspect and whatever. But um, when you do something that is so physically tough and challenging and in a male-dominated world, yeah. I would say, I feel like your mentality is a lot different. And I want to dig into that because I want to know what it is like to have to be outwardly strong and yeah and what got you started yeah like why did you even want to fight because i'm always like i'm a pacifist i've Mm -hmm. never fought i like if you if you hit me your ass will be beaten (laughs) but but i have never like actually fought anyone i can't imagine it but then i'm always like what if you know we just fight for (laughs) it So, like, what is it? What was the spark for you? Oh, one, I'll say it's like, I could definitely tell that I was like, she's got some, like, feistiness to her. Oh, for sure. When she got, when she got robbed, she would talk about, like, wanting to show up to, like, whoever did it. And then she, <laughs> oh, my God, I did She tracked that. her stuff. Yeah. And I guess you guys did go to yeah. the other apartments to where the, it was a laptop or yeah. that was shown up. I was like. The rats. <laughs> the rats. That's the like, I, I went like, and knocked on every door on in that building, and um, no one showed up. I was like, "You fucking pussies!" <laughs> I was like, "That's bold because they looking through their people like nah." <laughs> it's like even me. It's like I don't know if I would do that. He's like, "It's gone." I know that I could possibly get myself into something mm-hmm. super serious, and then it's also it's like they stole my gun, <laughs> so it's like. I'm not going to pull up on you <laughs> when you have mine. So it was just like, I was like, yo, she's crazy. <laughs> but it was definitely funny, though. But um, what got me started is just, I always liked fighting. Like, that was the thing. I always like roughhousing. I would roughhouse with my uncles mm. and all that. It's like even my cousins, um, girls and boys, I, <laughs> I'm very big on, it's like, I treat everyone as an equal. Yes. So okay. as an equal, I'm like, if you want to be my ass, I'll be too. yours. Yeah. yeah. yeah and like, not like, next. not like in the street where I'm saying it's like, oh, if a girl does something, it's like I'm just gonna go and punch. I'm like, I don't, I don't believe in all that. But it's like in terms of like growing up with like girl cousins and all that, I was like, we were all roughhousing. Yeah. And they'd be like, you can't do that. I'm a girl. I was like, I don't see you as anything less than me. <laughs> Yeah. Like, we're both the same. Yeah. So I'm going to rough you up, too. <laughs> and that's how I always was. I've treated all of them like that. But I always love roughhousing. And I think part of it is also I had, like, I can't say had, have a chip on my shoulder. So it was like fighting was easy. Mm-hmm. It's like hitting someone didn't, was like, it was very easy for me to go and it's hit like someone. It's like a therapeutic plug. Yeah, it's like, you. now I feel better. It's like, <laughs> you're talking, I hit you. Now I feel a little bit better. For sure. And... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! Listen, listen! You have no Talk idea. Talk shit, get hit. I yeah. just started. I just started like training with an actual trainer, and mm-hmm. I didn't know. Listen, she looked at me in my eyes, and she said, "You don't know how much your mind holds you back from what you can really do." And she says, "You keep saying I can't, I can't out loud." And she said, "Your mind holds you back from so much things that you can physically do, but since you say it out loud, you physically can't do it." Yeah. And I just looked at her and I was like. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Maybe you're right. So I I say that all the time. I'm like, once you let something out, it's almost like you're making it a reality. 
For sure. It's like you can obviously it's like keeping things in your head can also be detrimental to you. Mm-hmm. But it's like I'll tell people all the time, it's like growing up my dad didn't allow me to say I can't. He was like, you can, you just don't want to. Or it's like, you can, it's just going to be hard. So you're saying you can't and all those things. So it's like, I wasn't allowed to say it. So now, like, still to this day, I don't say I can't. I'll just be like, I don't really feel like doing that. That's so awesome. I've always, I've always, like, said that words are important. And it's, like, in the same sense. Like, I am very mindful with myself with the words that I use. So I don't even make, like, detrimental jokes or, like, mm-hmm. even, like, when I was younger, I would always make, like, sugar daddy jokes. Like, I wish, I would, I wish like, I could just find a sugar daddy right now and, like, whatever, whatever. I don't even make those jokes now because they're not true. Yeah. I don't want one and I don't need one. And I like, even if they're, it's a funny thing to say, mm-hmm. it doesn't align true to me. And so I don't say it, not because I'm a fucking prude or whatever and I can't, whatever. But it's more so that I understand the importance of my words and what I put out. And if I put them out... Even if I don't necessarily like believe it, why didn't I filter it and intentionally thought it out? Because once I put it out, it's out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like um, manifestation, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. People think that the more that you say you want something, that that thing comes to you. But the more that you say you don't want something, that shit also comes to you. Oh, for sure. Because you're, man- you're literally taking what you don't want and you're, you keep putting it out there and it, yeah. it's going to come. You know, so that, yeah, but that's so awesome that your dad, like, raised you like that, because I, not that I wish, because I I do have people that are very strict on me, Mm -hmm. but I wish that I had someone that would do that to me, but for all the things that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I had, my my parents and stuff was always like that to me, but like for school and stuff and I was like I don't want to do this shit yeah. you know what I'm saying but if that was applied to me in the things that I did want to put myself to bitch imagine all the places I could be right now <laughs> shit but yeah continue I'm sorry oh no you're fine but so yeah it's just like stuff like that Um, I don't even know how I got into the camp thing I think I brought it up about training with the training oh yeah yeah okay Um, but yeah I just always loved martial arts it was fun to me I watch a lot of anime Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. His whole fit is anime. Yeah, it, it's like I have the UFC shirt on, just a workout shirt, and then anime shorts. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know, it's like, uh, I was, I forget who I was talking about it with, but I was like, I don't know if I love anime so much because of martial arts or I love martial arts so much because of anime. I think maybe because they're so, yeah, I think yeah. it really both. is both because all I ever saw in anime is like, they them training super hard. Ooh. At least in the ones that I first started watching, like Dragon Ball Z, uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, all those things, like what they call shonen, and <clears throat> pretty much the same thing. Someone has like a goal they're trying to get to, or they get thrown into some position facing a lot of obstacles. There's a training art they got to train like crazy. That's so fucking true. Get faced with like it, what seems like an impossible task. And I was like, I love that. I was like, the only way that I can become stronger is by facing challenges. Yeah. So I was like, martial arts is my That's fucking insane. Thing. Can we put that on a shirt with like parentheses, <laughs> mental illness slash mental health applied? <laughs> I swear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I do think it all applies. And um, so it's like, I have that aspect. And a lot of people, they like my friends and whatnot. 
or a circle, they always looked at me like kind of a weirdo because I'm one of the few people they know that doesn't have like a mental illness or anything. Yeah. They're like, everything's easy for you. And <laughs> for the longest time, I didn't like, I made a lot of growth in my understanding about like mental health because way before, like I was an asshole about it. Yeah. And I just didn't get it. And I also think it's like when you're younger, people like don't know as much. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's so many people I knew that like, they'd be like, Oh, I'm bipolar. And I would be like, did you like talk to someone about it? It's like, you can't just say you are. And you yeah. Don't know. So then I had like the, I was biased towards it. And I was like, mm, people always say they have some, but then I grew up and realized I was like, Oh no, this shit is for real. Yeah. yeah. And so that's like kind of when my understanding came like a lot better uh, along with my fiance. I have like funny stories about like my development with that. But yeah, I feel like martial arts fighting is just, it was something that I fell in love with early. Cause I used to beg my dad to like, like let me in some martial arts classes. And he was like, no, you're going to try to fight people because you're cocky and you have no modesty, Bob. Oh my Which God. I probably wouldn't have. Yeah. Because I have control, but it's like I was getting in fights early anyway. Oh, it's like, okay. I'm not a type to let anyone talk to me a certain way. It's like, you can say something. I'm not going to fly off the handle right then and there. But I'm going to be like, hey, I didn't like this. I'm Like, I'm calling you out. Like, yeah, we can apologize about it. Or we can fight. That's so That's funny. Like, you can only approach that when you know you can fight. No, seriously. You can only <laughs> have that attitude when you know you can be somebody, like, somebody's ass. Yeah. Because if not, you would not be so confidently, like, be like... <laughs> You want to talk about it or not? <laughs> do you want to shake my hand or do you want to walk away with no legs? Like it's just always been like that for me as a kid. My mom was always just like, "You were never scared of anybody." Yeah, like yeah. just ever. It's like someone has something to say. I'm just like, excuse me. I yeah. think that's so cool. Like when your parents tell you some shit about their like observation of your life, you. and I'm like, oh whoa, man, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like one time, my dad was like. My dad always, like, told me, he was, like, one time he was, like, yo, when you were little, you would not let me help you walk. Like, you would always get yourself up, and you refused to let anybody fucking, okay. like, help you and whatever, and you were always like that, and that's why you're so fucking stubborn. <laughs> and, but it, like, him telling me that makes me feel seen, mm-hmm. right? Because I had, I was always fighting with my parents growing up, but him just saying little shit like that makes me feel like you do watch me, and you do know me, and you do let me be. Yeah. You know, whatever, whatever it is. Well, maybe not now. But yeah. <laughs> little, you know? Yeah, I feel the same. Like, my mom always tells me, she's like, what? Whenever we were at the grocery store, I was always waving at people. I was always saying, hi, I'm Jules. <laughs> hi, mom, introduce me, introduce me. So I was super, like, the outgoing, the friendly, and then that's still me to this day. So I feel the same. Parents. This is called podcast, right? I was hearing one of your episodes, and like you're the oh yeah more social one. Oh yeah, <laughs> doesn't it make sense? Yeah, and yeah. I was like, that's I'm more like towards your style, yeah. but I can be social, but it just depends. Yeah, I'm super like I'm Jules. Oh my god, no, you she's the face me. of this 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 duo. Like any time, I literally and I I at first I was like, is it appropriate for me to do do that? And then I realized I was like, no, that's her fucking job. So anytime we have to like talk to somebody or like whatever, I'm like, can you hit them up? She's like, can you them? run the social media so people know that it's you so they can message us if they like it? They don't send me shit. <laughs> but I don't mind it at all. I'm such a people person sometimes. I have my days. But um, it also does really drain my social battery. 
And how about you? How's your social battery being like a fighter, being like in pe- literally being in people's space all the time? Like, do you ever need time to like be by yourself and literally like just like sit in your shit? Um, definitely. Yeah. And one, I was going to make a reference. I was like with her being an introvert, like when we would cross paths. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know if I've ever said anything just like hi or whatnot, but I was just like, yo, she's like focused on whatever she's Look trying to get She looks to. at the floor. Yeah, I, was like, I was like, I'm not even going to like interrupt her. I was like, I don't want her to think like any, like I'm a weird dude trying to do it. And I was just like, yeah. I'm just leaving her be. And yeah. that's something I wish a lot of guys would actually do. Yes. like, if you see like someone is clearly focused on, if they're focused on the floor or whatever, you can talk to someone but it's like if they just like yeah and they keep on going just leave it alone just leave it just like do not do the double tap do not yeah. do the you know yeah. like, do no. not do the run the running that's tour. so yeah. funny that's what everyone says about me yeah anyone that like sees me in the gym it'll take them like five years to actually come up to me and say something <laughs> to me but like the first thing they'll say is like yo you always look mad focused you always look like you're in your shit i never want to bother like you so serious but then when you see her smile and everything you're like oh my god she is so no but i purposely <laughs> am that way yeah, yeah i, no, n- sure. I never want to be bothered yeah. like i never like i could see you and i could respectfully in my mind be like damn like that's a like stand-up looking dude like you know whatever but i will never say anything because this is my thing it's not towards you I never want to open the door for anyone that I don't want in. I never want to open the door for anything that I don't want in. I never want to open the door if it's you complimenting me and me saying thank you is opening that door. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Because I'm protecting myself. For sure. (laughs) You know, like I purposely make myself very unapproachable. Yeah. But I like it because it makes it filter the people that actually do come through. Those people are worth it. Yeah. Like, and like, I feel like because you were like that and you gave me that respect of like minding my own business and whatever, that that's how we both came to this mutual like, oh, okay, like we see eye to eye, we're yeah. cool, whatever. If you would have like fucking like hi every day to me, I would have been like, who is this? <laughs> Her self-awareness is so there that she like just the energy. She's like, I don't want that person around me. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. But then when it comes, when it's supposed to come, she's like, I love this fucking friendship. This is amazing. So she can read the room on the first, like, time. I, it takes me, like, two or three times. I'm like, oh, my God, they're awesome. And she's like, negative. I don't like it. Did you not see the way that they put their knees on? And I'm like, no, I didn't even see that. They didn't take their shoes off. Yeah, no, literally. I I feel like you have to ask. It's like, if you're walking in, it's like, you forget. It's like, hell yeah. yeah. She notices, and I'm just, like, not there yet. I'm like, you know, little by little, like, I'm still, like, and she's like, no, did you not even know? Jules, nah, come on, get with the program. And I'm like, I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> but yeah, that's why I need her. That's so yeah, funny. I'm, I'm very, like, similar to that. It's like, I, I'm like, I have enough good people in my life. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not, the doors aren't open. Yeah. If you happen to squeeze by or whatever, it's like, <laughs> I'm not going to yeah. deny it. It's exactly. like, especially if it's a friendship yeah. that you never know what a friendship could turn into. I have a coworker and he's one of the people who like helped me with my understanding of mental health. Yeah. But, um, old coworker, not one of my best friends, but he, I didn't want to talk to him like at all. Like he would talk to me and I'd look at him and just walk away. Like, oh my God. Honestly, <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's, like my friends they all call it like pulling a jp i've been doing it since i was a kid like you'll be talking to me and i'll look at you like dead in your eyes get up and just walk away and say nothing no apologies no nothing 
Yeah. But eventually I was like, he kept on talking to me. I was like, you're a good dude. And then it's like, we're, we play Pokemon Go together. And it's like, fine, we both like anime. And then it just turned into a friendship that I really appreciate. And it just, it just goes to show that sometimes it's like, you can keep the doors closed and all that, but it's okay to open them yes. up. And just, all right, cool. And then yes. close it immediately. Don't let nobody else in, please. Um, <laughs> and take your shoes off. <laughs> I like that you keep mentioning that you have different people in your life that makes you a little more open and aware to like mental health and stuff. And I'm not surprised that it's your fiance. <laughs> yeah. Also, your fiance is so cute. So cute. I would always see you both. And in the same way, I don't say nothing to her either, but I feel more of inclined mm-hmm. to be like, Hey, I'm not a mean bitchy girl. I just wanna, just wanna say hi. You're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> just wanna pass through. With girls, it's a little different because I'm always like with dudes. I am always ready to fight because I'm always ready for you to pull something that is disrespectful or something that I don't like. But with girls, I'm always like, do I look approachable? <laughs> am I smiling? <laughs> but yeah. Um, so I actually had a friend, one of my best friends. When we first met, he used to make me feel a little bad about my panic episodes and my freakouts and stuff. And it was the same. He didn't have the most understanding of it because he himself doesn't really have been. Like, he doesn't go through the same challenges. Yeah. My sister is the same way. My sister is so headstrong and so, like, I feel like she's just kind of like you to where she didn't really experience, like, you know, all the shit that I have, like, I have, like, major, like, depressive episodes. I have, like, a lot of, like, manic, anxious, like, whatever. And she's just always been, like, pretty normal. Yeah. But the cool thing with her is that I think that because she loves me enough or whatever it is. <laughs> I think she it, loves me a little. You yeah. know? Just but also it helps that her best friend is a fucking therapist. So because of those two factors, I think that her best friend helps her help me. Yeah. So my my sister is always really, she doesn't have to do anything and she doesn't really ever have to say anything, but I know how she is and I know how she is to and about other people. But the warmth that she gives me when I go through my shit, even though she doesn't understand it, I know that she's trying. Yeah. So I think that it's cool to see people grow in that way because I used to always get so fucked up about my best friend. I would always be like, "What a fucking asshole!" <laughs> but then I realized that he just literally doesn't understand it. You know what I'm saying? And the more that we kept being friends, now he's like, "Do you need a bag? Like, do you want a bag? You gotta, you, you gotta breathe. Like, yeah. and he'll hug me and whatever. You know, before he would like fucking like, <laughs> it will make me even more mad. And he will make me feel even more bad. He'll be like. He'll make me feel bad about feeling bad. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? But I feel like that's very normal for most people that don't actually go through anything. Yeah. So, do you have a lot of friends, like fighter friends, that go through these things? Or like how... So, you say that your one friend opened you up. Yeah. Um, How did he do that? Um, So, should I answer both the social battery questions? You can do whatever you want in whatever order. It is an open conversation. Alright, so, social battery, definitely, um, you know those jokes where it's like when your social battery runs out and you're just in the Mm -hmm. party or whatever, just sitting there? 
that can be me the moment I walk in. It's like, yeah, you know what? I'm not feeling it. Actually, and I want to go home. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'll just sit there on my phone the whole time. Not mad at anybody, not anything. It's just like, I don't feel like talking like that. And you probably dealt with this where it's like people think that you think you're you're like better than them because mm-hmm. you have nothing because to you, say. Yeah. But it's like, bro, I'm just like fine in my own space. And it's like, you're not, like people feel like they're entitled to your attention. Yes. Whereas it's like, no, you're not entitled to anything. They don't have to talk to you. You don't have to talk to them. But that doesn't mean that there's like any beef there yes. either. And it's like, just let people like the same way with like you. I didn't think you hated me. I was just like, yo, she's got other shit in her mind. It's like everybody's got 24 hours in a yeah. day where they're doing whatever the fuck they're it's trying to do. It's literally nothing personal. So, yeah, it's like I feel like people take things personal. And then that's always like at least probably majority of the time will cause like so many issues. But my social battery is like. Luckily, I can be in a space with people and not talk. And, and you feel so you're safe. not really depleting yeah. yourself that yeah. much. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm chill. Or it's like, I can talk to people. I have my moments. And I'm I'm typically with someone, I, I like to consider myself like a very authentic, genuine person. So whatever I'm giving you is what I have that day. It's like, if I'm talking more, I'm in a more talkative mood. If I'm being a lot more goofy, I'm in one of those. If I don't feel like talking, I ain't got shit to say. It's just... One of those things, and it's like, I don't feel bad or apologize for whatever. I mean, I might be like, my bad. I'm just not, like, into whatever today. I'm not. Just not it's like, oh, I'm tired. Yeah. And for the most part, people have come to, like, respect that because a lot of what I do is, like, there's no malicious intent. It's like, even, like, I shit talk a lot. Yeah. It's like, when I told my friends, I was like, I'm going to be on a mental health podcast. They're like, what? <laughs> 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 They're like, bro, are you sure you want to do that? Because it's like, it's. I always say it's like there's a difference between like me being a dickhead joking and yeah. who I actually am. Yeah. And I feel like people a lot of times they can't separate. It's like, oh, you said this, but it's like, bro, that's what I say to like be funny. Yeah. But how I actually feel is different because it's like <laughs> my friend who actually opened me up to the mental health stuff. I told him, he was like, oh, what are you going to do? Just talk shit the whole time? Because he makes certain jokes and like we'll just like shit talk each of other course. back. But... He also knows that it's like, I care about him. So if I care about someone or a group of people, whatever, it's like, I'll make a joke, but I understand like what's going on within like the community. And a lot of times if I don't understand certain things within a community, I won't make any jokes on it. Yes. Because I feel like. It's sensitive. Yeah. And it's me trying to do my part as a, like a good human where it's like, I don't get this. So I don't think that I should, like, go and, like, start talking shit about this because, like, in terms of, like, social issues, it's, like, racism. It's, like, you don't know any black people, but yet you're talking so much shit about them. Yeah. It's, like, Asian people, Hispanics, whatever. It's just, like... You can't back it up. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, you know nothing and you're talking shit. Shut the fuck up. There we go. So it's, like, for me, I'm, like... Once I learn about something, I might make some more jokes. And then I've had people call me out and be like, hey. And I'm like, this is a joke. I understand, like, the complexities of this whole thing. And I'm just, like, trying to be funny. But if I hurt your feelings, I apologize about that. wasn't my intent. Oh, at least you apologize. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, even if it's not like I'm feeling bad about it, it's like my intentions weren't to hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, it's not hard for me to say I'm sorry because I'm... I told the line a lot yeah. with a lot of things, but I'm able to like, if you present something, new information to me, I'll process it 
maybe I won't agree today, but maybe in like a couple of weeks or something, it's like I'll think about it. It's like, you know what? I kind of change how I look at stuff. Exactly. I feel like but, everyone should have that perspective or that open-mindedness to everything, especially yeah. things that they don't know. Like, I make with, like, political things, I have my certain beliefs and standpoints and stuff, but most of the time I just shut the fuck up and I learn from what other people are saying because it's a topic that I'm, like, I don't feel confident on. And if I start talking about it and people start presenting arguments with me, I'm going to eat shit. <laughs> and I know it. <laughs> Yeah, I wish nowadays we could have more agree to disagree and be like okay with that. Yeah. Because nowadays it's like you're right, I'm wrong, and people have even like lost friendships because of that. And I'm like, I don't think it's that serious. Why can't we just agree to disagree? You have that, I have this, and then that's it. We just pick up and we high five each other and maybe even give each other a hug. But nowadays it's like everyone's like, Oh, who you who did you vote for? What the fuck, bro? Are you fucking kidding me? And it's like, bro. Once again, I'm my own person. You're your own person. Agree to disagree. But now it's like everything is like so different now. Yeah, it's it's definitely tough. Yeah, and then like it, I've, I've lost a friend or friends, but it was very a whole group of people. But granted, it's like we were very different to begin with. Yeah. But then it's like over time, like people just kept on saying certain things, and it's like. I don't agree with you. And then it's like, you're saying all this stuff about people who like within my community. And it's like, it's kind of, it's not kind of racist. It's actually very racist and problematic. Yeah. But it's like, I know you guys aren't good people. I mean, aren't bad people. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, I know you guys aren't bad people. So it's like, I'm trying to like, why are you saying that when you know me? But then like, you're saying all this crazy stuff. It's just like, bro, what is this about? And then it's like saying stuff about all these other people like groups of people and it's like people that I'm friends with and it's like now what you're saying I have to like I don't have to but it's like people will ask me it's like hey yo yeah. like, why is this person like going crazy saying all this wild stuff and it's like I can't I didn't want to have that attached to me because it's like that's not how I operate Yeah. so like I was just like look I don't hate you guys but it's like we can just go like our own way still rooting for you in like other aspects of life i'm not going to be happy if i hear that you lose something and it's like and if someone's talking shit about you it's like i'll be like hey look at one point in time this person was like really close so it's like wow it's like get your jokes whatever but it's like i may not participate like that Mm -hmm. and that's kind of how i approach like having extreme these are like extreme difference of opinions but it's like Definitely, like, nowadays, it's, like, if you feel, like, a little bit different towards something than I do, we ain't got to, like, fight about it. Yeah. Because a lot it's of good people, yeah, a lot of good people in your life will have a different opinion. It's, like, you're not a horrible person. And that's what I have to learn for myself. It's, like, you're not horrible yeah. because you see things a little differently. It's, like, I wish you didn't. Sometimes it pisses me off, but. Yeah. It's, like, I mean, we all my have parents. parents that probably have My parents, parents, I was just going to say, my parents are, like, the my my leading example of that. Mm-hmm. Like, like, bro, we have zero same opinions. <laughs> like, when I was protesting, mm-hmm. I come home and they talk shit about the protest. And I'm like, I was there. Which, during the quarantine? Like, yeah. The BLM yeah. yeah. That was, like. During that time was when, like, I was out in the street fucking protesting, like, every day. Then I would go home and see them for dinner or whatever. And then we would have that whole talk because it's, like, the topic of the whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> and they'll start talking shit. And, like, they'll start saying all these things about, like, 
why these protesters shouldn't be there and why protests shouldn't happen and this, this, and that. And I was like, girl, anything that you want bad that happens to those protesters is going to happen to me because I'm there. Okay. So we're not like, we're not, we're not agreeing at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then I'm like, but I know you're not bad people and I don't hate you. So I understand that if I can understand that about my parents, other people are like that too. But I feel like for you to be able to like say all that and like go through it with such like a mature like standpoint, it shows like, I guess like your character and how old are you? May I ask? 29. Okay. You guys are like 25, 26. We're like 24. 24. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah. But but I think that, but I think that it shows like such a, and you can disagree and you can tell me that I'm talking shit, but most of the time with men, the way that they handle situations certain situations and stuff the maturity really shows like for sure you know where they're at in life and like their attitude towards it really shows like how they handle their situations or whatever it is and you have such like a cool calm and collective (laughs) standpoint but i know that no one is like born like that. Mm-hmm. So I know that for you to get there, you must have had to learn from mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't like, this is my thing. I used to assume that um, if somebody would, well, no, I, I used to assume that like, if I come off perfect to somebody that like, I have to be completely perfect. Like there was like, you can't know that I made all these mistakes. And then that's how I got here. You have to think that I've always been perfect, that I have never made a mistake that I have this and I have that. And then I realized that that was really, really toxic to myself because then I couldn't ever show my true self to anybody. You know what I'm saying? But then that made me realize that like, you can't assume that about people. You can't assume that just because someone is presenting to you who you that someone that you like right now doesn't mean that they're perfect and yeah. that they haven't done this, this, and that. <clears throat> and the only reason why I'm saying all this is because I made that mistake in the past where I see somebody and what they present to me, and in my mind, I didn't even doubt that they could be anything other than that. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out to be like a like it turns out that they fucked me over the most out of anybody in my life, but it's all because I had this assumption that because I am the way that I am, other people have to reciprocate what I give mm. them or because I can be the way that I can be. Other people have to be that way to me too. Yeah. Put and that on a t-shirt, <laughs> but I have a question for both of you guys. Um, <clears throat> what is one thing that you would tell your younger self? If you could tell, like if you could tell your younger self, one thing, anything advice, just say, Hey, if you can go back in time and say, Hey, boom, 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 boom. What would you tell your younger self? I mean, I have a lot of shit. You say I would like give a paragraph. I'll be like, listen, girl. (laughs) So I mean, really, what I tell my younger self is just like, you're fine. Yeah. Like, like you got this shit. Like just like that. That's basically how I would tell my younger self. You got this. Yeah, and it's like, luckily, it's like I've always thought it's like I, I would tell my parents. um like, when I die, I don't want to be, like, on my deathbed looking back and be like, oh, I regret this. Yeah. And all this stuff. And I said that, like, at a very young age, like, probably, like, 14 or something like yeah. that. And 
So I like at that point I was just like I'm doing what I want for sure. And because I used to hold my tongue a lot, I used to like act like I'm not gonna say all the way because for the like my whole life everyone's like JP, you've been the same since forever. But it's like I would hold some stuff back because we want to fit in, we want to be accepted, Mm -hmm. and that hits everybody. Like, to some degrees, like, there's no one out here that is, like, no matter how cold or insensitive or whatever you are, it's, like, we're still social humans. It's, like, we all want to be accepted somewhere. For sure. And if you don't, then I don't, I don't, like, there's something going on in there. Yeah, for sure. But, um, so, yeah, I would just tell myself, it's, like, you're going to be fine. It's, like, everything you're doing, you're doing it for a reason, and... Just, like, don't be too hard on yourself. I guess that's, like, I love that. don't be too hard on yourself. Like, you'll be all right. I love that. What about you? I just tell myself there's no shortcut. No there's shortcut. no shortcut. Then the reason why is because so. all of my life, <laughs> we're making our guests suffer for zero background noise. <laughs> so sorry. I'm so wet if you're you really sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, son. Fuck that real bad. It's okay. Hey. <laughs> it's so funny. But um, yeah, I was just telling my younger self that there's no shortcut. Because I feel like I'm so eager. Like yeah. I'm so impulsive and eager. And like what I want is what I want. And I will get what I want, right? Mm-hmm. But I had to like I had to learn through so many different lessons that like you will never get what you want easily or automatically or like, you know what I'm saying? Like and I use my body as an example. Like, everything that I have on my body, I built it myself. Like, mm-hmm. everything that I wanted on my body, I built it myself. I never had an ass. I never had shoulders. I never had a flat stomach, you know? Everything that I wanted, since I, like, the, what I look like right now is literally what my 14-year-old, like, self-dreamed of. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That. So, I understand that everything that I put on, I put on myself, but it took that much time. So, I can't think that just because I want to do a podcast that because I have an eager to start it and I have a good idea that that means that that will make it explode automatically yeah like you know what I'm saying like everything takes fucking time like I can't take a shortcut to like get to where I want if that shortcut doesn't provide me the learning and understanding of the because that's I have to understand myself as a person in order to do whatever it is that I want to do and if I didn't know that it takes time for me to learn and I need to know everything as I'm doing it and I need to have a full grasp on everything because if one thing goes south, I know the next plan and the next plan and the next plan. But I know that about myself. For sure. When I was younger, I didn't like take any time. I would any time that I was like, I can do that faster, fuck yeah. Like <laughs> I can like, get there yeah. faster, fuck yeah. Like I've totaled two cars in the same way. I've T boned two cars Damn. in the same fucking way. I'm telling you, like, I repeat lessons in my life over and over and over until I actually, like, change it. Yeah. So now I'm just, like, patient. For me, I would tell myself, um, trust yourself. Because as of right now, I'm still learning how to... I don't trust myself. I take everybody else's opinion and I grab that and I run with it. And I'm like, oh, but what are people going to think of me? And what is, like... I try to take everybody else's opinion rather than trust myself and kind of... Just fucking trust myself. I listen to everybody else and everybody that's in my ear. I'm like, oh, but they know. Oh, but they experienced that before. And oh, but they... So I, I would just literally look at myself and be like, look, Jules. Trust yourself. Nobody got you like you got you. 
you know That's speaking so of younger self yeah your younger self yeah when you were growing up and even especially going into fighting so young and stuff was there certain pressure to be a certain way as a guy to be a to 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 look a certain way to process things a certain way to do this and that and that as a guy like were you ever like taught how were you taught to deal with your emotions and especially because you had to put out such like a tough exterior since you were so young like what was that like because i i still want to know how your friend opened up um, opened you up about mental health but i want to know like since you were young like was there different views and perspectives that then you turned around now that you're mm-hmm. an older person and stuff um like I'm did you ever were... cry like i'm so sorry Maybe. but like yeah like yeah, was crying cry like <laughs> like i'm like being a african-american like were you like haitian actually. haitian also yeah first generation so it's like Love I, that. I deal with a lot of that older generation like caribbean parents yeah and all that. I mean, I feel like it's similar. I'm not sure. It's like if you're first generation I'm, or no, I'm not, no. Okay, are you? I'm third. Third. Okay. So it's I'm like third too. My I think my family got here like with my grandma, um, like ninety. Wait, hold up. Let's explain this right now. My dumbass. I'm like, I think I know what it is. So t- explain to me how the first, third, second shit work. So the way I I know it is I was the first generation of my family to be born here okay then no i was not born here and Um, neither was my parents and neither was my grandparents oh yeah so you're you're you were born i was born here so then i am the first generation yeah yeah i'm the first generation here so Um, yeah i feel you on that okay (laughs) yeah did not understand that i'm like no generation (laughs) (laughs) like if you ever have kids Kids, then then okay 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 Okay, now it makes sense okay perfect but um I'm glad you went back to that because I was actually I forgot what you had said before, but hold on. There it was like a question or something. You're like, I may be wrong about this. Oh, the uh image of somebody. It's mm-hmm. like what it, me, I don't give a shit. That's that's one of the things, it's like I don't care what you think of me. Is I'm gonna try to be nice. Well not nice, I'm gonna be respectful always. Yeah. Nice Whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm a kind person, but I don't think... That's what I always fucking say. I'm there's, gonna a fu- there's a fucking difference. Yeah. Like, you you are kind because your intention is pure. Yeah. Like you don't have to be nice because not everybody fucking deserves it. I'm kind out of respect. Yeah. But niceness, you have to deserve that. Yeah. So that's that's, that's how I go about it. And um, it's like, I would always... I think it's probably because of my parents, but a lot of, like... Nature and nurture, I always believe that plays a big role. Naturally, I am kind of this way, but then how I was nurtured was to always, it's like, I meet someone and they seem great. Yeah. My dad would always be like, people will show you the side that they want to show you, all that type of stuff. And I was always kind of one of those kids, it's like, I didn't trust people like that. Mm -hmm. Like, my mom would bring me to work, people all trying to talk to me, and I'd just be like, you all the time it's like bro get away from this I don't I don't know you it's yeah. like I don't know what you you could try to kidnap me yeah. <laughs> yeah. all those things I didn't trust people so it's like you can say whatever but I'm like I'm gonna like you can be great the first time I meet you but it's like my rule I would tell my fiance I'm like you don't know how good of friends you are with someone a lot of times until you have like your first conflict mm-hmm. because then you see like what that person can be like how you'll react to it 
So I'm like, oh, cool. You're like a good person. It's like, we'll see down the road if like how everything is, but I'm not going to like be like, oh, I like you suck until that point. I'm just like, I don't really know you like that. Yeah. And that's okay. It's like, it's all a part of the process learning about people. So it's like the image that I would put, it's like, if you want to get to know me longer, it's like, say I, you didn't like me at first. All right, cool. Like, I'm not mad about that. Some people say, oh, you didn't like me, but then they get all upset. It's like, okay. It's like, maybe you'll like me. Maybe I'm not your cup of tea. Maybe you want me to fuck off because I'm like the worst type of person to you. However you feel, go, go ahead. It's like, I'm not tripping about it. But, um, your question was, oh, like me getting into fighting and all that stuff. So I didn't start fighting until I was like 1920. Okay. But um, I had done martial arts when I was like 11, and then I took a long break. I would fight people in the backyards, like Kimbo, slap boxing in backyards, or just like getting into a fist fight with someone, whatever. But um, so when you were doing all those little fist fights and whatnot, mm -hmm. right? So when boys do that, do you ever cry? Like me, no. I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't cry. I don't cry from, like, from pain and stuff. Yeah. Have you ever broke anything? Yes. Oh, I, 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 I can see if I can try to find it, but, um. Oh, 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 oh I, <laughs> I broke my nose. No. And. This was in a street fight, or? No, this was in a actual, just, like, MMA fight. Okay. I broke my nose, smashed, like, smashed no. the shit. Luckily, it didn't, like. I yeah. don't have like a big like nose that bridges yeah, and all that yeah. stuff, but it definitely got like a fracture and my eyes oh started my swelling up. It was horrible. Like the whole first round, all I did was just get my ass whooped. Do you ever get like super nervous before fighting? Or do you have like that you've been fighting for so long that you just walk up like, I got this fucking shit? Because you, I feel like I'm talking to Khan as a guy. Like I swear <laughs> to God, like you, the confidence, the I don't give a fuck you, I, I'm just not your cup of tea. Like you guys, this is literally like Khan as a man right now. It's kind of scary. Like this oh, is, yeah, is. amazing. Oh my god. Um So that was right after the fight. Oh. This is what we post. This is yeah, this is what we're going to post of you. No, I I pulled a picture of that. Don't post that one. <laughs> it's like please don't post that cuz all my friends they make fun of this all the time. But yeah, that was the morning. That was the morning after. God damn, uh, dude. This was the night of like my dad was cleaning my face cuz I had like blood and like I had blood in my mouth. I had blood in my ears. Oh. I had like a little cut in my ear. Um, luckily, I actually didn't get cut at all that fight. And I'd gotten, for three minutes, the first round, I got in takedown. And the dude just beat my ass for the rest of the, he reversed me and then I just got my ass whooped. Yeah. Like, elbowed the shit out of they me. They never like, ding, 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 or they just let, like, they, they just... let it go until the bell rang. And then he almost choked me out in like the last few seconds. So it's like, I was already uh -huh. fighting like the... I'm fighting for my fucking life joke. Yeah. Like, that was me for that whole, th like, first three minutes. All my friends were just like... Oh, my God. Because I smoked everybody yeah. before that. Or it's like, it was a competitive fight. <laughs> and then that this fight, guy was like, oh, no, talking shit now. He just <laughs> my ass. But I came back out, fucked him up, yeah. finished him. And so I was, like, happy. I did cry. That yeah. night was the first night I think all my friends saw me cry. What was it that made you cry? It was oh. the fact that it's like, one, I got... I was so happy, and then it all hit me, like, in the back, adrenaline and all that, and I'm, like, busting out crying, because, one, I got my ass whooped. Yeah. It's like, I was like, yo, I was close to quitting, 
Because for a second, I was about to like tap because I was like, yo, this motherfucker's suffocating me. And it's like, I I was like, I ain't got it in me. And I like put my hand up and I was like, yeah, fuck that. And I started fighting. It was only like 10 seconds left. Yeah. So I was upset about that. I was upset that I had gotten like worked (laughs) like that in front of all my friends. And three years ago, I was just like, if I'm getting like beat, like if someone's beating my ass like that, how am I ever going to like attain what I feel like I want? Because at that time, I didn't fully know whether I wanted to, like, pursue fighting like that. I was just doing it because it was fun. Yeah. And so it was a lot. There's a lot of emotions that go into it. It's like, and before the fight, there was, like, an up-down, like, he wasn't going to show up. He is going to show up. He's not going to show up. He did show up. He showed up at 215 pounds. We agreed to fight at 185. God damn. Are you serious? Yeah, so it was just, like... Granted, we all cut weight to like, yeah, it, yeah. but I had depleted myself to make the Hell weight yeah. class and I came back and he was just like, he's over there like, That's he's crazy. like, I'm not cutting anything. Yo, the cutting weight shit is insane because when I was in wrestling, bro, I went, of course you wrestled. Yeah. <laughs> bro, I fucking, right now I'm at 122 pounds. When I was in high school, I would be doing the most. Just to make it to the 126 fucking weight class, yeah. bro. I would just be like... Yeah. And we're doing it horribly. High yeah. school Insane. wrestling is just... I did three months of high school wrestling. Insane. And it was, yeah, bad. I didn't learn how to cut weight until 2020. Like, yeah. the proper way. Mm-hmm. So, it's a lot of time cutting weight horribly. But the emotions before that fight were horrible because, like, all my teammates were winning. I was the main event, too. Yeah. Last fight of the night had gone through this up and down, Fuck. all that stuff, and came out alive. Yeah. Fight. So before a fight, mentally, is there something that you always do, like either a prayer also, or... Also, I super apologize. I feel like we asked a million questions, and then it goes into a million loops. And so I apologize, but... I'm so invested. Still, for real. <laughs> Um, is there something that like you do before every fight, like a prayer or like a, a stillness or just something that you do before every single fight? Because you've been fighting since like you were born. You came out the womb. <laughs> He's like, like, I have a whole routine. I'm like, sharp paper. <laughs> He's like, mommy, mommy, mash my hand, my hand. <laughs> um, if I can find it, there's this thing that my mom, she gave me oh, that no, I no. don't, I didn't start doing it until recently. Yeah. Not recently, probably like since 2017 yeah but um it's just a it's like a little board i don't know it's like a picture frame and it just has a quote and it's like you must not quit and it's like when the roads get tough as i'm sure they will blah blah, blah. it's like hold on like keep on going and yeah, i don't remember when really she fucking held on he did not quit is that it's really like i love it and everyone that has like corner me for fights it's like they know i have my thing with me and so i just read it over and over and it's because from your mom yeah it's from my mom or i stole it from her either yeah. one of those i mean that's like a very Thanks, light mom. steel thing everyone takes some things yeah. from their parents like condiments and stuff yeah. like that but i took this fucking hair clip from my mom yeah you see, i was so, just like it's cute <laughs> so it's like she gave that to me and i read that that helps calm my nerves um I feel like no matter how calm you are, though, as a fighter, everyone is dealing yeah. with like, some form of like anxiousness. It's like adrenaline anxiety. rush, no matter what. Yeah, it's, it's like four cups of coffee. You're, like, getting, you're there. Like, <laughs> you're gonna get locked in a cage with someone, and only one person wins. Like that's it. It's like when you look that's at it, it's so like it's, crazy. it's brutal, and it's like 
so I'm I'm nervous and all that stuff, but it's like I know I, I was good in like my preparation and even on the nights that I probably wasn't as good, it's just like like you can't do shit now. It's like you gotta go out there and get that shit done. So I read that. Um I have my warm-up series, my dynamic warm-up that my strength and conditioning coach uh, has us do it before sessions, but it's also good to do before like it's like a ritual. Calls, yeah, like peak arousal states when your body is at like its highest. It's like you got to do something that will loosen you up, like get your body ready, core engaged, and all that stuff. And it's just something to like focus on because at those times, it's like when you're the like the most nervous, you're also like the most focused. Mm. So it's like it's a it's one of those like feelings that it doesn't feel that great but you love it and it's the whole process of it it's like going through being nervous in the back and then doing the walkout being in the cage and be like it's happening and all that stuff and we're finding us like uh you're on deck whatever and it's like whew, time it's like it's almost time but I it's do. literally like performing yeah and you're trying to just get your body into the perfect state, your mind into the perfect state to where you can like get as close to like the flow state. That is something that like the greatest fighters, it's like Jesus Christ, like they get there and it's like, you cannot touch them. But most people, if you, if no matter what, once someone starts like getting into that state, they're hard to deal with. Even if it's someone that you're like way more skilled than and everything. Once they, like once you get the confidence, it's like a lot of people are fucking hard to beat. And you've seen, like, you see... Like the confidence carry you through. Yeah. You know? Like... It really will. It's like, if you believe in yourself, like, for real, for real, and, like, obviously your mental state and all that stuff, it's hard to beat anybody. Unstoppable. So, it's... I just try to get myself there and also remind myself, it's like, bro, you love this shit. Yes, it's scary, but you keep doing it. Like, I've turned down, like, jobs over it. I've... So much stuff I've changed my life for. It's like, I'm not, I moved to Florida from Milwaukee, but I'm not from Milwaukee. I'm from Virginia. I moved from Virginia to Milwaukee just to train at like one of the biggest gyms or the most, one of the most well-known MMA gyms in the world. So yeah. it's like, I did this for a reason and I did, I made, I took a lot of crazy chances. Like I moved and I didn't have a job there. I didn't have a house or nothing. I literally just like showed up and I was like, all right, I need to find a place to stay. And then like while I was there just doing like a whole bunch of other stuff, but it's like, you've done a lot of hard things in your life and you always like pull through. It's like, this is just another one of those situations. It's just like, it's time to reap the benefits of everything you put in because fighters only get that night. It's like months of hard work and you get one night to like try to make it all count. So. Oh my God. Okay, so I feel like everything that you, like, have just said, like, I just think about that, you applying it into fighting and your life with fighting, but if you think of mental health and mental illnesses as a big fight, like that, Mm -hmm. and you tell yourself every time that, like, I like that you said, this is where you're reaping the benefits of what you're sowing. So, like, in my mind, every single day that I intentionally wake up and I go through the day and I I am mindful about my mentality and whatever it is that I'm doing that day, but I'm, I'm mindfully training myself and whatever it is, 
when it comes to that panic attack, that's when I'm reaping everything that I'm showing. Because when it comes to the time of that panic attack, I'm in the fucking zone. I'm like, bro, I've been not, not that I've been freaking out this whole time, but like, what else am I preparing for if I haven't been preparing to freak out this whole time? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, I think it's so cool. You're like, in it's the just cage. so cool for some people to not have like mental illness. Okay. <laughs> like, I think it's just so fucking cool that some people really don't go through the day and struggle with such like a, like, I understand that the things that I go through daily, it doesn't look that big and it doesn't look that important. It doesn't look whatever. And you can easily do it. I get it, you know, but I don't get what the fuck is in my brain that is stopping me. So I'm not going to like beat myself up about it and whatever. But like the fact that you do such like a physically challenging like job and like you voluntarily do it like because you like it. And like, I just think it's so like, awesome because for me i would think that with all the physical beatings that i take it will it will take like a toll on my mental health but i think that another different light to a a different way to see it is that because you take so much physical toll on your body you train your mind in a different way to be able to adapt to that Mm -hmm. so i feel like i didn't train my mind in a different way until i learned to like wow, I'm a depressed-ass bitch, and uh, I'm the common denominator in all of my problems. (laughs) (laughs) I love you feel like we're all literally fighters. Like, we all literally walk up to the ring, get inside, but we're literally fighting ourselves. But we are fighters. But it's not like, but but that's the thing. Like, but if you think about it, in the same way that you refuse to tap out, and in the same way that you're like, bro, I do this because I love it, and this, 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 and that, it's like the same shit with your life. I'm living because I love it because I am purposeful and I have this and I have that and whatever and this fight will just be another fight and I will get through it. But bitch, sometimes that fight is so hard, man. Sometimes <laughs> But we ain't tapping out. Woo! Okay. <laughs> like I'm telling you show yesterday, the next one. Bro, yesterday and I can't even this is why I'm so interested in you and your life and what you have around you and your environment because me, a little ass fucking girl that's like, you know, I don't gotta be tough, I don't gotta be nothing, whatever. But it's still so hard for me to open up to people, to cry to people, to this, this, and that. To the point where yesterday I was so fucking sad and I called one of my friends, and for the first time ever, it was like, it's really hard for me to ask for help. Please come over. I will literally fill up your gas tank for you to come over, like right now. You know what I'm saying? And then he came over and he was, I was like, sobbing in like he was holding me and I was just sobbing in his arms for like 10 minutes and that was the first time ever that I was like openly like please hold me like I was like openly like please help me and then the person was just openly like holding space for me you know what I'm saying but if that took me all that time to do that and to break that barrier and whatever, whatever, that's why I'm always like, how is it for you? Like, is it, do you have that in your life? Are you comfortable doing that? How do you feel about with opening up yourself up and then showing like softness? Especially having a fiance you know? being like, hey, like, how are you feeling? Those days like where you don't want to talk. Or, or even how, or even like. I, it's really hard for me to open up to people, especially romantically. Yeah. You know, like, especially if I like you, 
I don't ever want you to think that I have issues that you have to take care of. I want you to think that I'm okay on my own. So then it like creates this weird line of like I never want to burden them. Yeah. yeah, but then like how do you? But then like uh, you're the person that I like the most. And I want you to like. you <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna burden you. Yeah, you know. But I feel like you have such experience because you also have been, you're engaged. I think you've, you guys have been together for a long time. We've been together for seven years. That's a long ass fucking time, That's bitch. amazing. Yeah. It's that real, real love. <laughs> We've, known <laughs> We've known each other. We've known each other. Everything. <laughs> you're good. But, um, We've known each other since 2011. We went to community college together and we had a public speaking class. That's how I like met her. Yeah. And I always make fun of her. I'm like, we wouldn't have talked to each other if it wasn't for me. Because I had seen her. I was like, huh. I was like, she's cute. That seems interesting. I just changed my seat to sit next to her. And I started talking to her. And, that's, and it's like, we weren't, we didn't start dating until 2015. But we were like friends and all that stuff. But it's like, I'm always like, the only reason why we're together is because of me. Yeah. I was scared. It's like, you would have been way too scared to like say anything to me approach me whereas it's like i'm an introvert but i guess i've also like i introvert but i also have some uh extrovert qualities i think yeah yeah for sure when you want to when you want to be you can show it yeah and it's like there are times where it's like not even like i want to or anything it's just like that's what i'm on that day because i can talk to anybody it's like it's not hard for me to walk up and just like start talking i just don't want to I'm like, well, fuck you. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to talk to you. But today. then it's like certain people who just make you feel that like comfortable that you're like, okay, maybe I can just talk to you. Yeah, and that's it's like when we when we like actually talk to each other after y'all got robbed, it's like, I oh they're like even like kind of laughing a little yeah. bit about it. I was like, these okay. seem like cool cool people <laughs> in a sense, and and then it's like, oh, you have a podcast. Yeah, like your sister had a podcast. Yeah, Kim. And, no, no, not Kim. She has a podcast. Yeah. Kim likes anime. You have a podcast. Yeah. I was like, all right. I like more in common. Yeah. All that stuff. And then it's just like, I was like, okay, well, it's like, you guys want to smoke? <laughs> it organically happens. Yeah. yeah. So it's one of those things. Um, wait, where were we? Your girlfriend, vulnerability. Yeah. Oh, how you're, yeah. How you're so, so okay with being open or how I, you're open up. I. Like, I'm not that emotional of a person. So it's like, there's not... Is it weird that I can tell? <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Probably from, like, how I talk, like, very monotone, too. Uh-huh. And it's just... I'm. It's like, whatever bothers... If something's bothering me, I have no issue being, like, I'm oh, not today. Just, like, I'm, like, pissed or kind of, like, sad about this. So I'm not... I'm not scared to say what I'm feeling. That's the thing. I think that's so cool. I'm always scared to say what I'm feeling. Uh, that's why I never say what I feel. Yeah. How do you create like, space? I, like, I'm so, like, I have such a tough exterior, mm-hmm. but all of my traumas are from being bullied in school, being left out and stuff, kids kind of like shitting on me and like stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh-huh. So I keep myself unavailable because I never want to open that up because I don't feel like I have a safety net because no matter how cool I am and no matter how, like, how much of the shit I think I am, mm-hmm. like... Now I can understand that, like, I'm stronger than that. But, like, all the traumas still go back to the same, like, soft spot. For sure. You know? Um, how is it when 
your girlfriend becomes emotional or like how's like that yeah. communication like how does that go oh, you being man. so like serious and sometimes it's hard for you to like kind of get like that vulnerability like how does that go it's not trying to be like all up in no, your cool lady or nothing it's so hard yeah like, for I you know, or for her or both both honestly it's like i feel like that's something that people should do more of it's like think about how both people feel mm-hmm. not just one and i would tell her all the time i'm like because i'm a little like i'm a little insensitive in a sense or it's like I don't feel things the same way and I can like rub people wrong a little bit. Sometimes it's like people oftentimes think like they care. They tend to care more about the sensitive person than the other one. It's like, we're both going through something. Yeah. It's just that it doesn't hit me the same, Mm -hmm. but I still got hit. Yeah. I feel like that's the thing that it's like, I try. It's like, I still took a punch. Yeah. How we wear it. Yeah, it's just different. different. My best friend who used to make fun of me, that was the one thing that he made me realize is that I would always be so stuck in the point that like, you're making me feel bad. Yeah. But then he would always be like, I also feel bad. I just don't show it like you. Yeah. But then in my mind, I'm like, how if you, if I don't literally physically see you freaking out, like, how are you going to tell me that you're freaking out? You know what I'm saying? But I understand now that it can be that. It's, it's one of those hard things, but, um. In terms of, like, dealing with her issues and, um, I know she's going to listen to this. It's like, I said issues, but dealing with, like, whatever she's, she's, like, going through, it used to be so hard because I'd be like, I would dismiss it, like, right off the bat. I'm like, "Mm, here you go. It's like, this ain't that serious. But then I started thinking about it from a standpoint. And MMA actually did help me understand, like, people's feelings more because it's like, I don't, I don't have like any depressive states or anything like that, but I've had situational stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like losing sucks. Losing in front of a lot of people and it's like all that Ego. shit, it hurts bad. It's like the funniest thing is like I got, uh, I lost two fights back to back. First time ever. Oh. And one I got TKO'd and then the other one I just got KO'd. And this was one like... He's in the UFC now, and he's one of the hardest hitters, like, in the division, like, ever. Jeez. And I made a mistake. Like, we were thumping and all that stuff. It's like, I was standing there with him. We're trading punches. I just made the, I made a horrible mistake, and he capitalized on it perfectly and put me out. Yeah. And then that point, like, I was, my uh, old roommate's. Two of my best friends, they were there. They were cornering me. My friend that I talked about who opened me up to mental health stuff, he was there. And um, my fiance, Ella, was there. They, we, it, The fight was in Detroit, and we're from Milwaukee. So it was like a seven-and-a-half-hour drive. So it was like not only drove all the way over there, horrible outcome, and it's like I lost two in a row. I'm in the back bawling my eyes out. Could have been concussed, too, because I hear you're, you can be emotional when you're concussed, but... I'm bawling my ass out. I'm sad. And my teammate, Biggie, and this is where it's like, I feel like I probably lucked out with the people that I've been around, but it's also maybe it's like, I only allow certain people mm-hmm. around me. Like you so attracted it's like, it. Maybe it's like, you create like your like your your friend group. You yeah. do have a say in who your friends with. You do, absolutely. He was just like, he's like, look, bro. He was like, let all that shit out tonight. He was like, like sad all that shit he was like whatever it is get your tears out now 
But he was like, tomorrow, he was like, you got to pick yourself back up and like keep it moving. And he gave me like his advice on like the fighting stuff. They both told me, it's like, look, if you're going to want to like surpass like to the next level, you're going to have to like make some changes with the shit that you do. Not like I was doing anything wrong, but mm-hmm. it's like clearly things. some like I had gotten something exposed twice in a row. Mm-hmm. And it's like that was it's like it's the t- like you got to go and like make a change or else you won't be able to bounce back. So it's like I'm just crying in the background in the in the locker room and probably like one of the hardest I've cried in a little bit. Most of my tears come from like fighting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not scared to say it's like if I cry in front of you. I cry in front of you. If I don't, I don't. But it's like if I if I need to cry, I'm gonna fucking cry. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one thing that'll like get it out of you or death. But um Yeah, they gave me like really good advice and let me get my tears out, weren't like, oh no, don't cry, don't cry. Yeah. It's, like, it's so much more healthy to yeah. just let people fucking feel it. It's like bro, especially because it's like I'm the friend that doesn't like I don't have that much emotion to begin yeah. with. So it's like, if I'm crying, then yeah. clearly I'm fucking hurt. It's, yeah. It, but it's very cool that you were very seen by your people. Yeah. clearly they knew that. You know? Yeah. And they understood too. It's like, bro, that shit hurts. Like some people, they go off in the corner. They don't want anyone to see them cry. Yeah. I'm like, I'm with my people. I don't I'm care. right now. Yeah. And Y'all get it. Somebody hold me. But, um... <laughs> Like, with my fiancé, it's just... It's been a process. Like, I... The joke was, I used to, like, look up on the internet how to deal with hyper-sensitive girl. I'd, like, be reading Reddit posts or, like... Psycho- oh, my God. Psychiatrists or psychologists. Uh, but that articles. means you fucking care. You yeah. want to understand. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? So, the first time it happened was we had first, li- like, moved in with each other. And she had, like, taken a shower and everything is cool. And then... She's like, she. I hear her like call out my name. I'm like, what? And I'm just like laying there. And she's like having a panic attack, like hands closed all the way. And I'm like, yo, what? Like, what? What? What happened? <laughs> like, yeah, everything like was just cool. I was yeah. like, she's what literally happened? like having. And she's like on the ground, can't breathe. And luckily, my room, our roommate, um, Gerald, wasn't there, <laughs> so the house was empty, and she's just on the bathroom floor, like hanging out into the fan room. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't get mad. I'm saying, that. but. Yeah. Either way, it's like so. I'm like, uh, so I go on the internet and I'm like, how to oh. <laughs> anxiety attack, yeah. panic attack. I have no fucking idea. Yeah, I've only seen it happen once, and that was after like my grandfather died. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, so yeah, like hold them, like breathe with them. It's like you're supposed to like kind of hold and then like that is so tell funny. them like to breathe. Straight men are so them. fucking funny. Yeah. You said what? Straight men are so funny. The reason why my best friend offered me. Offers me a bag, or it was always like whenever I'm like I can't breathe, I'm freaking out. He's like, "You want a bag?" It's because you read it on the internet. That's like <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, yeah, an anxiety attack. <laughs> and it's that's like, like the nineties. <laughs> Do you need a bag? It's, it's like we're trying anything no. because it's like I. You don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but it's like I'm not gonna just leave you here. But that's the thing. If you did not care, you would not be the one on Google. You would physically be like, I don't know what to do. You, you would have been like, Yo, it's fine. You would, be, you, would, you would be the next one on the floor panicking with her, literally. <laughs> but if you, you cared and you did your research and were just reading Reddit posts and just that shows that you want to learn and want to grow with her. Because yeah. it's like, I want to, I'm sorry, I'm a little insensitive and I don't really, you know, have emotions like that. But hey, I want to stick around and I want to learn and I want to understand. And hey, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Yeah. And that's like the most important part where it's like, sometimes I feel 
like people will get almost like people will be harder on them. It's like, oh, why don't you get it? I don't fucking know. Yeah. It's like because I don't. It's the same way how I don't understand how you feel. Yeah. And it's like if I press you on it, probably just gonna make you more upset, and it's gonna be more annoying because it's like instead of just understanding, it's like yo, we're just different. Yeah. And it's like since you're in my life, I'm mm-hmm. gonna learn how to deal with that difference versus like fighting it because then it's just not healthy. And my whole thing was always like. There's a little, like, being from, like, a first-generation American Caribbean and all that stuff, the, <laughs> like, the marital examples that you get within, like, the whole family, shit is, like, different. I'm not sure, like, how much is, like, similar for you. It's, like, a lot of my friends, like, that immigrants or first-generation Americans, they say the same thing. It's, like, man, my parents, it's, like, they, it's, like, they, they were cute. Or it was like they had their problems, whatever. Because there's a lot of uh, like toxic masculinity. And yeah. There's a lot of it. And I, I don't use that term a lot because I feel like some people like overuse it. But oh, then, it's like always patriarchy. Yeah. You know, and especially in other countries. And it's like system. it gives like a weird dynamic. Yeah. So it's like you're seeing that. I, I was always like, I don't want what I see, like what I see within my family. And I'm like, I want like a best friend. Aww. I, like I don't really know. Starts crying. Like a buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like buddy. It's like that's all I want too. I didn't want to get like I didn't want to get married or anything like that. I never really saw myself as someone that's any of that shit. It's like I don't care. Yeah. It's like I just want someone to be around, and it's like we're gonna have fun, have each other's back, and all that type of shit. So that was what I was more focused on. So like title, blah blah blah, never gave a fuck. Because yeah. I've only had two girlfriends in my life. Yeah. I feel like it, it, it develops like a healthy uh, process. Because what I recently learned is like, instead of, so like you go through things and then instead of like naturally moving along with what you're doing, you label it first and then you try to fit into it. Mm. And that's where I'm like, oh, that when I like re- made that realization, I was like, that makes so much sense because you have like a certain image of what you want or you have a certain expectation of what you want. And so the way that you see other people do is that they put that label in and and like you apply what you see from other people and then you try to do it on mm-hmm. yourself. But then I realized I was like, oh, that's why it causes me so much pain to like have some people in my life is because I want you to fit into this role that I want us to have but it doesn't have if it doesn't happen organically how am I ever going to like force it to happen exactly. yeah you know like and I feel like this at least everything that's every this day and age everybody's like oh like you go to a wedding and then they're like oh you don't have a plus one or I don't know it's just like nowadays everything with the love it's like I'm learning now Jay Shetty said it the best um there's a difference between loneliness and solitude. Loneliness is when you're alone and you feel weak alone. Mm-hmm. Solitude is when you feel like the strongest when you're alone. Mm-hmm. And I'm really trying to learn solitude because as of right now, I'm so codependent and I fucking hate that about myself. But by, like with other people, that's when I feel like my strongest. And But as of right now, I'm trying to be by myself and I'm trying to be like the strongest fucking bitch that you walk by and you're like, fuck. I want to be as confident as her. 
you know, but it's definitely super hard. And every, everybody's like, oh, you have to, like, you have to be this way. You have to be married. You have to. So it's like the fact that you can find your soulmate and know that that's your best friend and someone that you can look to and be like, I just feel like I want to be with you forever. It's like, it's so beautiful, truly. And I look up to it. God, <laughs> I really do, man. <laughs> I appreciate that. Such nice words. Yeah. <laughs> For me, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> And it's like, I, like, I understand exactly. It's like, I don't have the words. Like, I won't explain it like that because I'm, I'm I'm who I am. No, 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 for sure. But at the same time, it's like, I do know it's like, I can acknowledge, yeah, it is a beautiful thing. Especially when you understand it's like, like, it's easy to take something for granted. Mm -hmm. For sure. And then you talk to people that just like, that do want like what you have. Yeah. You got to take a step back and be like. Damn, as like I do have like something nice in my life, for and sure. shouldn't take it for granted. And it's like a big regret for some people is just like they didn't understand what they had when they had it. Yeah, and it's not until they lose it where they realize like, oh shit. And I feel like my there's so many like weird lessons my parents gave me in like yeah. very harsh manners, but it taught me like things. Like my favorite one is my dad threw away my McDonald's. <laughs> in the mall because I was upset that we, and we didn't have like money like that. So we weren't going out a lot either, but we went to McDonald's. I got a kid's meal, was enjoying the food. And I was like, where's my toy? So then I started catching like a fit about the toy. And my dad was like, Hey, like calm down. It's just a toy. And I don't know whether he was going to go back up and get me one, but I wasn't hearing that. Yeah. I was just mad that I didn't have my toy. And he was like, everything was fine. You finally didn't have the toy, and then you started freaking out. That's not how we're going to be doing this. I'm still, like, mad. I'm just like, no, my toy, blah, blah. He was like, if you don't stop, I'm throwing away your food. And I'm still going, still going. He's like, okay. Grabs my stuff, walks up to the trash can, throws it out. He's like, all right, we're leaving. And I was just like. <laughs> he really did it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, like, I don't know if I, was, if I cried more. But my dad was like, one, you didn't appreciate the fact that you got anything. He was like, a lot of people have nothing. And it's like, you're bitching about a toy when you have like a whole hundred, yeah, hundreds of toys at home in the first place. And he's like, two, I told you that's not how we're going to be acting. And you continue to act like that. So it's like, I needed you to hear me. You didn't want to hear me. So I had to go to the next thing. And I'm not... There's been a few things it's like my dad has done where I'm like, bro, you did not have to do all that. But at the same time, it's like I learned losses and consequences very early. So like and then also it's like experiencing like watching people die early. It's like I was in the room when my grandfather died, which is like I was only 11. So I was like sitting there and I watched him like take his last breaths and all that. And then my dumb ass, so when you die, sometimes you defecate. So now I'm like, it stinks. <laughs> I was just like, what happened? Like, yeah. I was sad and all that stuff. I understood yeah. what happened, but I didn't know that part, and they mm-hmm. explained it. And it's like, my parents, my mom, she would, like, do house care for people. So I've been like, people's house and, like, know what, like, the end of the road looks like. It's yeah. like, I've been looking at people, like, on their oh, deathbeds wow. very early. So it's like, I understood death and 
like my mom's like, oh, so and so died. And like, you remember so and so? They're like, they're not here anymore. So it's like understanding what it's like to have losses, all that stuff. So it's like, it kind of made me grow up and be like, I don't want to regret things. So I'm going to live like that makes so much sense. And it's like, I know what it's like to lose something too. So while I have it, I'm going to enjoy the shit out of it. Hell yeah. Because I feel like a lot of anxiety comes from not focusing on what you have, but you focus on what you lack. And I feel like whenever I do freak out, if I do just refocus on what I do have, Mm -hmm. I calm the fuck down. And I feel like it's really easy to forget it. Because when you're in the moment, you're like, everything is happening. (laughs) And then I'm like, oh, I'm calm now. It wasn't that bad. (laughs) The more and more you talk, the more and more I understand why the fuck you're so headstrong. Uh, Genuinely. Like, now I'm like, he, yeah, it makes so much fucking sense. Wait, I have a question. So now when Ella has panic attacks, how do you help her? She hasn't had one in a very long time. Hell yeah. I don't, I don't think she, she maybe, it's like a lot of things I forget, I forget a lot of stuff and it's like, I also forget like moments that I've like been there for someone because I'm like, I'm supposed to be there for you. So it's like, yeah. when I, it's like, well, I got to remember that. It's like, oh, you did this yeah, for me. It's like, I, people always mention like, you were here for this. And I was like, oh, I was. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, I was just there. Yeah, exactly. It just it's comes like, so natural now. So I, I don't, I feel like she hasn't had one in a very long time. So I'm like, I don't remember. I'm thinking the last like big thing that happened to us when we came home. Yeah. Our house got broken into and shit was But obviously, like, there's much more understanding. Yeah, so I'm like, like, so you feel comfortable now, do you? Like, do you feel comfortable now if people start freaking out around you and you're like, okay, I got this. I don't gotta um, turn. I don't gotta turn off. (laughs) I like people outside of Ella, right? Or even Ella. So Ella, I can handle hers better now. I feel like, like anybody, humans, it's like some days you're not as good like i like if she's not there and you're not 100 percent there obviously you're not i'm not gonna be the best yeah for when something is happening but i feel like it's like now i kind of like know what to do if she's like getting like worked up and it's like all right i'm seeing the signs because like she she handled like the break it pretty well but like she had moments where it's like it was fine had jokes and then there's a time made a joke and she was like i'm not ready for that Aww. I was like, yeah. all right, cool. Like, I'll back and off. You understood. Yeah, but so it's like, you know, just like, like hands on the person. It's like rubbing the shoulders, whatever. It's just being close, letting them lean on you, all that type of stuff. That's all the shit you read from the internet, bitch. <laughs> read from the internet, and then also it's like apply it to real life. <laughs> yeah. The internet helps. I feel like the internet has it does. Everything it's like you, you can learn anything from the internet. You really sure. can, and it's like the Reddit. The Reddit is the best for it because you see a lot of people's uh, comments. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I agree with that, and then someone underneath them, like, and they're completely dissecting and it's like, oh shit, and it's like, well, I'm an idiot. Now I agree with this one. It's like, look at me being a follower. But I feel like that's part of life. You make mistakes, you learn from it. And you keep it moving. And just the same stuff like with her, with uh, her emotions and stuff. It's There are some days I'm like, oh, I don't want to fucking deal with this. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's what you signed up for, in a sense. It's the same way as like, if you if someone decides to have kids. It's like, yeah, there are probably some days it's like, oh, I hate you guys. It's like, <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. 
but you still got to do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. Work, whatever it is. It's like nobody, like everything costs money, like rent, mortgage. Y'all got to go to work. Yep. A lot of days it's like, fuck work. <laughs> it's like, you got to do what you got to do. So that's how I, it's not always like the most sensitive and caring. It's like me saying, it's like, I got to do what I got to do. It's like, it's not, it doesn't sound like the most sensitive and caring, but I care enough to make it like a priority. For sure. So it's like on the days where it's like, I can't do it out of like the tenderness in my heart. It's like, I'm doing it because I know I should. So that just makes it easier to go through. And it's, it's all a process. It's like, I have to learn how to do that the same way I have to learn how to like ride a bike, fail. Yeah. So is it, is it, is it easy for you to go ask her for help or your friends or like when you have to open up about something or get emotional, is it easy for you to go and be like, Hey, I gotta tell you something. I'm gonna cry. (laughs) Um, asking for help. That is probably the one thing that I don't do a lot of like damn near ever. It, that is, it's super hard for that one for like big things. I'll ask for help for small stuff. I don't yeah. mind. But it's like big things where I could use the help. I'm like, nah. <laughs> it's like, I'll do it on my own. And a lot of times I like I get it done. It's like, whatever. It's like, you wouldn't even know. There, there's been times, it's like, especially when we we're in Milwaukee, Ella didn't even know that I was like dealing with something. And I'm just like, well, part of me, I'm like, what is telling you going to like do really? And it's like, oh, I'm going to talk about it. It's like, and that's like me. I don't. It's your to. ego literally talking. Yeah, it's the ego. But then it's also, it's like, partly it's just like, talking doesn't make me feel better. For sure. So it's like, why am I going to do something that doesn't actually like have any effect on me? It's like, I'm going to talk to you about how much this sucks. And I'm still going to have to deal with how much this shit sucks. No, for sure. But I guess once your partner finds out that that was going on, I guess it's just kind of like. A feeling of like, I mean, I can't really talk for your partner, so I don't know. But I guess if I was like, I don't know. Whenever I like get like me and Khan don't really like talk on a daily basis at all. We'll just send random texts like, hey, love you. Hey, hope you're doing good. <laughs> hey, miss you. We do not like talk daily ever. I don't but know what do. Yeah. So. Not even people that I like. When, I, when we come back together, she'll be like, yeah, I was going like to this really crazy thing. I was going to call you, but like. I didn't and like yeah but like I'm fine now like I just <laughs> cried for like three days in a row but like I'm fine now so like, like ready to record <laughs> she's, like, oh. she's like wanna smoke I'm like yeah let's go but yeah you guys are so similar this is so crazy I know when I was like I listened before well not before I said yes I said yeah. yes and then I was like I have to listen to yeah. one of the episodes to Thank understand you. the dynamic because <laughs> Also, from a standpoint of, you got to know, it's like, do you think the chemistry, like, yeah. Work? yeah, it's like, you shouldn't walk into a situation not knowing anything. And not be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, when I found out you guys had, like, a mental health podcast, I was like, what kind of mental health? Like, yeah, like, we're going to walk like, in, like. I was like, I was, like, worried on my, on my end. I was like, maybe I'm not the best person for, <laughs> like, mental health stuff. Because I rub people wrong yeah. so much, but it's like, you know, the intensive care bear. <laughs> oh my god! Where it's like, where you want like the best from people, but yeah. you're just like a little tough. Yeah. That is like me to a yeah. T. I truly do want the best for everybody. It's just my way about going, like yeah. doing it. It's like I might kick you, yeah, or sorry. something. But 
it's just like there's no malicious. It's like yeah, mm-hmm. I want you to succeed, and it's like if I don't like you, still want you to succeed. Yeah, so whatever it is. But um, damn, I guess what what was the thing again? Uh, what I forgot again. You we had said something. Oh, oh you guys we're so, I said I was listening to the podcast. So I, was like, I listened to two episodes. Mm-hmm. I think it was gay as hell. Oh. And, <laughs> and it's like, I was like, all right, I have to like listen to make sure. It's like one, I'm not trying to like go on here and like not understand the, the whole dynamic, dynamic for sure. of everything. And then Which I like, appreciate. That. I say a joke that. It's like, yeah, there's no ill will, but it's like wasn't received well because yeah. I didn't actually like listen to yeah. my, like the audience. So it's like one, it's like I liked it because you guys have like a funnier approach mm-hmm. to it. And even if it's like different from anything that I would ever do, like I wouldn't have a podcast like that. But I was like, I can, I respect the fact that like both of you guys, you guys have the, like the mental illness, but you don't just like, oh, I have a mental illness and then. That's oh, like, like cry about it. Yeah. yeah, it's like you guys, like the fairy buff mother. It's like <laughs> you guys both work out and all that. And then, two, it's like seeing therapists talking to one. It's like being open about like how you feel, but also understanding it's like people are different and they may not be dealing with the same issue. So it's like you have your mental illnesses, but you're not making it all about because you. it's not. But and that's the whole point, right? Like, you don't have any mental illnesses, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Yeah. Right? And, like, I have all the fucking mental illnesses, but that doesn't mean that that's all that I am. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's why we make this a comedy podcast. Because we don't sit here like, and just cry the but whole that, time. Exactly. But, that's, like, I think of myself, truthfully, I don't give a fuck <laughs> about anybody's opposing opinion, but I think nope. that I'm a fucking comedian. And that's why I made this podcast to be a comedy podcast. In my mind... Because of the way that I am and because of my mental illnesses and because I go through phases and stuff like that, I'm not going to fucking present myself like in a miserable light when I'm in a miserable light. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to fucking bring my misery to you directly just because you're there. And like, because one, I don't know you have the space for it Two, Like, I don't fucking know you. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what if my shit is going to hit you in a different way and whatever the fuck. And like three, like I literally think that like in order for you to talk about all of this serious stuff i truthfully think that if i didn't make it a comedy podcast it would just be way too much to sit in and way too long to listen to and way too deep to whatever like there has to be comedic relief for you to understand that this is such a serious fucking topic but you can talk about it like you have to be able to like make it funny and whatever the fuck it is and like Nobody talks about my depression and make fun of it more than I do. Yeah. We literally roast ourselves about shit that we literally go through daily. And I feel like people are definitely talking about mental health more and stuff like that. But these are just literally conversations that people should be having. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's like a form of self-reflection. For sure. Yeah. Like self, I guess, therapy. For sure. It it, it literally is therapy. But the cool thing is that you were saying you didn't think that you were like the right person for this because you don't know a lot about mental, whatever, you know, but it's actually perfect. Like that's actually perfect because you sitting here telling me that like, you don't know this and you don't know that. I also don't like, I'm not afraid to admit that like as much as I want people to sit here and be considerate of my feelings and how I feel all of these things, I also have to be 
as open and I wasn't really like before because I was so in this victim mentality that I'm the victim and like if you can see me then I can see you but now like I like through my friends and through people like you and stuff it makes me realize that like just because I'm the one fucking crying up and down and feeling all of these sadness and shit doesn't mean that I have to be the only one that matters and that like doesn't mean that like my story is the only thing that's true yeah you know what i'm saying when like it's actually perfect that you're here because it shows that like we all can exist together and be open enough to try to understand each other because i can sit here and be jealous of you all i want that you don't have to feel what i feel Mm -hmm. you know but it doesn't make us better and it doesn't make us bond any faster and it doesn't make us like break any barrier it actually it, it actually builds more barriers yeah it's you like, know and that's it's like i can respect that with you guys saying it's like i was like the straightest person because <laughs> like, when i told like when i told my friends they were just like like mental health they're like what and then they're like i was like i'm also the straightest person they've had they're like <laughs> they're like Bruh. It's like, are they trying to like get you to say something crazy? Yeah, <laughs> you get in trouble. I was like, nah, I'm not getting that vibe. It's like, I haven't met you. Yeah. Only listen. But I was like, I'm not getting that vibe. And it's like, a lot of times, like how I feel is, I'm like in my friend group. I'm always, I was always the friend that just did different stuff. Yeah. People would always be like, my my uh, brother Biggie. He would always just be like, I'm not gonna try to understand your mindset, but like. <laughs> looking at this or whatever, how you approach things, because it's going to piss me off, probably. For sure. And I'm like, don't try to... It's like, that was like my joke. It's like, don't try to understand why I do things the way I do it, because only I truly understand it. Yeah. And if you try to, like, dive into someone's head and, like, go, like, analyze everything, you're just going to piss yourself off. And it's the same thing with, like, mental health stuff. I don't have to understand everything to know. It's like, yo, we have a difference. They're seeing something differently. So it's like, I'm just going to respect it and keep it moving. It's For like, sure. Because then it's like people get like too nosy, yeah. like start asking way too many questions. And now you're making it more about yourself it is, than them. Because they start like projecting yeah. their own problems. For sure. And even in the way that like, and this is, this is, this is a whole nother fucking topic. But like when you yourself are not mindful and self-aware, the way that you handle people can be like really detrimental because instead of actually being there and compassionate and empathetic you internalize and then project your own problems onto their shit and like i feel like when people don't work on themselves that's where all the problems start because when you don't work on yourself when you get together that shit explodes bro oh for sure like i love when you walked in and you were like oh wait i want to like relook at the outline and we're like we make the outline just so that you can understand like this is the reason why we want you on. Mm-hmm. But we never sit there with like a full sheet of an outline. Like we literally have you in front of us just to just so dissect you know, We you. didn't go follow anything on the outline today. This you entire I mean? conversation like, went yeah, so I hard. Like, I, like, I had all these good answers. <laughs> no, for sure. You know what I mean? But we literally love to sit and actually have conversations and look each other in, in the eyes and literally just have the mics in front of this us this what and makes us so gay every fucking time Jewel says we sit here and look at each other okay I'm eye. not trying to be corny that's why we're so gay whatever <laughs> gay as hell <laughs> but I just I like to literally have conversations and just have the mics in front of us and dissect the guests and this is why we have 
that's why we're so interested in the guests that we bring on because we sit and we genuinely want to know who the guests are and we ask questions that we don't even put on the fucking do you get what i'm saying yes am i making but also i just want to wrap this up with one more point i'm sorry this is a long ass episode but it's good shit bro it's good shit. um when i hit you up to do this podcast you were saying something about how you and your podcast did something about anime and the mental health representation in anime and stuff can you talk about that for a little bit yeah one thing I wanted to say is going to go back to, like, mental health within, like, MMA. Yeah. So, I can play it after the episode, but there's a fighter, Patty Pimblett. He's uh, from the UK. And after his fight, he just, he had a, his post-fight speech, he gave a shout-out to, I guess, a baby that died from leukemia, was battling leukemia. Maybe, like, two years old. I'm not fully sure. And then he opened up and actually talked about like mental health men's mental health and because i guess he had a friend that committed suicide oh is this the one that's like i'd rather my mate like uh wait no this is a no, recent one right yeah it's just, like i'd rather my mate like okay so i'd rather my mate cry on me than i than me attending their funeral next week yeah so he he talked about that and i do think that's extremely important because a lot of guys feel like they have to have this like tough facade and it's like a lot of guys like that's not you and I've, like, seen a lot of people, like, they are softer individuals. Like, I'm not saying soft in, like, the negative sense. It's just, like, you're not as hardened as and other people. Okay. And, yeah, it's, like, but you putting on this, like, tough guy facade, it's, like, you're creating, like, this internal struggle within you. So now you're, like, you can be, like, a menace in a sense because you're a softer person, but now you're trying to act tough. And then you're getting into things that you don't need all this stupid shit just because you won't like accept that you're just a male that's softer and i do get that it's like and i fall into it too it's like the it's not necessarily your fault it's how you were brought up yeah it's like guys certain things are like guys are supposed to do but then there's a lot of shit that guys are supposed to do that i don't fucking do it's like or things that it's like oh that's manly like my dad used to make fun of me for some stuff that he's like oh that's not manly he would like just make a joke like i have earrings and I would, like, care about how I look, like, picking my hair, extra brushing, having a brush on me, and all that stuff, or, like, certain colors I would wear. Because I've been made fun of by a lot of dudes. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. It's like, go ahead. But also, sometimes, it's like, it's just people making a joke. Mm-hmm. It's like, and that's where it's like, it's like, you gotta understand, it's like, some people are just making a joke, but they're not actually, like, judging you. I mean, everyone has to, like, learn to feel like it's like, are Tell you making... Tell the difference. Yeah, it's like, yeah. are you making... Separate the two. Like, yeah, it's like, are you laughing at me or, like, actually just, like, laughing, laughing with, with me? me? Yeah. So, that's definitely a thing, but it's like, for men's mental health, it's like, yo, there's nothing wrong with getting a therapist. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, it's like, <laughs> Ella's friend was like, you might be one of the few people that I've ever met in my life that I actually feel like you don't need therapy. And I have a, one of my... My godmother very close she's like an older sister to me she's a psychiatrist uh trauma like domestic violence trauma i don't remember exactly what it is but i was talking to her about therapy and she was like i would say the same thing she was like i don't like there's nothing coming out that makes me feel like you need it but i knew for myself that it's like what therapy would help is help me understand yes other people more and it's like I know that I'm like sometimes I might react to something not because of them, but it's like you're doing something that's getting a response out of me. I need to figure that out. It's like what you're doing, I don't really care about. 
it's like, why am I reacting? Yes, that's so, so cool heavily. that you want an understanding of yourself. Yeah. So it's like I analyze myself a lot and I like talk to people. I haven't seen like a therapist, but it's like I read a lot on the internet, just like hearing different perspectives. Yeah, perspectives on something is like why You're is this pissing me off so much? Yeah, it's like so it's yeah, it's curious. I'm extremely curious. So it's little by little, you're just scooting more. Scooting yeah. More. But um mental health in anime. So that is especially like anime can be very violent. Hell yeah, anime is wild. Yeah, and like, I didn't realize it's like they have a lot of inner monologue too within anime, people talking to themselves. I didn't know that a lot of people don't talk to themselves until like recently. I talk to myself all the so time. So fucking like, I have like 23 different versions of me <laughs> that I'm like, bro, dead ass, my sister's in New York right now. And like last night, my friend was like, do you believe like, you know, when you talk to your plants, he was like, do you believe that are like there are spirits in your house? Like, is that like when you feel lonely, do you feel them? And I was like, I feel them every day. I walk into the house and King's not home. And I'm like, hey guys. <laughs> I literally, bro, I hey, literally, demons, it's me, your boy. <laughs> yeah, I literally open my door and I'm like, hey guys, I'm home. Thank you for staying home this whole time. <laughs> but yeah, talking to yourself is important. I, yeah, it definitely is. And like, there's some, the episode of just mental health is just saying it's like characters that have had traumatic events or characters that have like extreme OCD to where it like, well, OCD itself will affect your, like, normal life no matter what. Mm-hmm. But um, it was just, like, there's certain scenarios where it's, like, you see it in anime where, like, a character has, like, a father figure, brother, whatever it is, goes through all this stuff to, like, help them save them. Person dies horribly. And you see the reaction out of, like, everybody. And then, like, the main character that you never see out, like, they're always happy just about it's like you see them hit like their breaking point where it's like all hell breaks. It's like that person is like reconsidering everything, yeah. going through the like the stages. What is it like the seven stages of mm-hmm. loss? And it's like they don't want to accept it. They start like trying to make pleas, like uh, pleading with people. It's like trying to make deals and then finally like they start moving on. Or it's like you see them always carrying it with them. It's like they'll have moments where it's like, you can definitely see it's like someone mentions their name and it's like the change in their eyes and it's just like you see it's like oh damn and it triggers a response out of you too because it's like your favorite character and it's like you're watching it's like oh my god I can only imagine that's typically what it's like it's like I can only imagine if I lost like my little brother or my little sister yeah something like that so it's like it's heavy because it actually does show them like working through it yeah and that's what I always loved about anime it's like a lot of an- and like shonen is what they call like the anime for like I think like seven to like tw- twenty or maybe it's like fifteen or something like that. And then there's like seinen anime for like the adults. Shonen is like everyone that you guys have heard of, like Pokemon, Dragon Ball, Z, always some like Yu Hakusho. And- yeah, and it's actually that's what it's meant for. It's supposed it's supposed to teach like little boys. It's more geared towards boys, but everyone can watch this. It. Like it's supposed to teach like life lessons. And I, like, realized anime's taught me more about life than, like, most TV shows and all that. Because there's always, like, obstacles, um, like, doubting yourself, overcoming your doubt, all those type of things. It's, like, working hard, stay, like, your resolve, 
Like a lot of words I didn't even learn until like anime. Like, yeah. I'm testing your resolve. I was like, what the but fuck? But it makes is so much resolve? sense because like it's such a part of your identity. So like the way that you approach life is like what you've learned in your anime. Exactly. And yeah. it's like I'm a dork. Like all the way. It's like I'm out here. I just told Ella the other day, I was like, I see what my favorite anime characters do. And obviously I have like my real life mm-hmm. like models. I don't have too many. Yeah. But it's like I see what they do and I just try to emulate that. And it's like, even though I know it's fiction, still to some point, it's like there are people that they were faced with every obstacle ever and they just kept grinding no matter what. And, and they, they write something. based off like real life experiences. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, yeah, it's fine. They didn't have like some major war that they went through like they did in their anime. Yeah, but they didn't kill three people for real. Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> it's, it's something they, they had to overcome something. It's like, I think J.K. Rowling, when she was writing Harry Potter, it's like, during her like depression mm-hmm. or something like that so it's just take i like to take what an artist gives for what it actually is it's like you're you're like you're telling a story and you're teaching at the same time so it's like i'm gonna just take that shit and it's like i don't understand that's so stuff. awesome so it's easy for me to like take what works for people and it's like why the fuck would i do anything other than what makes sense for me so that's that's how I always put feel. that on a shirt. I know. <laughs> I say you can put this on a shirt too. Don't be nicer to everyone else if you're not gonna be like. Not, I'm not gonna say that. Be nice to yourself the same way you're nice to other people. Because no, I, it's true. Don't be nicer to everybody <laughs> else if you ain't nice to yourself. Bitch. That, yeah. The it's fuck? Like, I didn't want to sound that's too brutal, intro. but it's like that's that's something <laughs> I like believe in heavily. I'm like, why would I be nicer to other people if I'm not nice to myself? It's like. Fuck them. That's so It's crazy. me first. That's like, the intro. That's what, right I'm, I'm, that's what I'm trying to, like, you know, make my brain, like, sometimes I would, like, I now. I people's feelings before mine. Yeah. And, like, my biggest lesson now is, like, everything in your experience is your experience. It's your experience that matters. Stop putting their experience and catering to their experience and how they will feel when you literally feel like shit about what they're doing, but then you care about how they will perceive you so then you cater to their experience i'm like what the fuck is that and i also they don't even deserve that shit i also do have to sit back and remember like i am still just 24 i'm still figuring out life i'm still i just like for all the 20 year olds like what you're feeling right now is what you're it's so normal i know going through right now is what you're supposed to be going through you're fucking 20 like why do you think that you're supposed to have all these fucking like business plans and jets and like whatever the fuck like you were not born into fucking wealth yeah so accept that you are where you are and it's fucking normal sometimes i'm like why am i crying i'm like wow all i really want to do is enjoy life and like spend time with my family and then maybe go see the world like that's literally that simple maybe just travel but then you think but then you think so much bigger and you make yourself so much bigger when you are so small Mm -hmm. and your life should be the bigger thing like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yo, we haven't done a two-hour episode in so long. I know. But <laughs> I, love it here. I know. Like, the way that the conversation carried out was just so awesome. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad it wasn't like nothing, man. Oh, no, no, Hell, no, no. Did you enjoy it? Fun. No, I had fun. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Literally, the <laughs> podcast... The podcast is obviously created to build a platform to provide that safe space to the audience, right? But what I learned through this process is that, again, it's actually all about me. Because if I don't enjoy this shit, you won't enjoy it either. And then I learned that through having guests, 
that the most important thing is to have the guests be comfortable and have fun. Because I learned that every everyone that comes here says the same shit. I've never really done this before. I feel nervous. I don't know what to talk about. This, this, and that. But like, I know myself, and I will carry the conversation through for you. You just yeah. have to sit here and be the guest. But as long as you have fun, that's my biggest priority is that you sit here and you enjoy yourself so you didn't even think about how you were nervous exactly and that's why we try to sit here and we try to keep like that goofy vibe and the whole like okay bitch you ready hello can you hear me because we just try to keep like the good energy because i trust myself okay go ahead girl it was good um it's interesting because it's like I've never done anything like this before but it's like it, I wasn't nervous as much as I was like do you feel like see. it was very natural for you yeah it was natural I mean I think because of like fighting too I've been like guests on things and mm-hmm. mic right in front of my Period. face like with crowd nose people, bleeding and it's just like <laughs> alright and it's very easy for me to just get on the mic and start talking Love that. but I would definitely say it's like the thing that I was like I wonder how this is gonna go it's like what like topics are gonna get brought up yeah i know that there's an outline but i was like all right if different things get brought up so i was just like interested in where it goes and that's what i told my friend i was like i if something is interesting i'll go ahead and do it even if it's something I've, I've never done before it's like hell yeah well it's, it's like you never know it's like it might be a great time might be a horrible time yeah. you never know until you fucking do it so until you like, try yeah. well we are very glad that you Love gave that. us your time of day well, thank for you for sure. Please plug everything, plug your social, your podcast, where they can find it, all, all right. that good shit. Also, don't you have fights coming up? Yeah, I actually just posted about it finally. It, uh, August 20th, I'm fighting in Tallahassee. Ooh. Um, combat night is the promotion. I'm fighting a Division One All-American wrestler. It's like my third or fourth collegiate wrestler I fought. So... For some people, that's scary. For me, I'm just like, yeah, I like a good challenge. In my mind, I'm like, that sounds scary. <laughs> yeah, for me too. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> but, you got um, that though. That's cake. So, uh, Spicy Ramen Podcast, you can find that on social media. It's going to be Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just type in Spicy Ramen Podcast. You'll, you'll be able to find it. And then for my personal accounts, JP Too Much on Twitter, uh, JP Too Much St. Louis on Facebook and then JP Too Much on Instagram. I don't post a lot all the time. I'm mostly on my story posting. You never Same. know what the fuck I'm going to be saying that day, but <laughs> it is entertaining. If you are. It's literally always like post and then his shit talking like on the top of it or something. <laughs> and I was actually like, one of my friends, they had actually said it's like, they asked you to be on the podcast. They're like, I was like, yeah. Have they like looked at your social media before? <laughs> and I was like, I don't, I don't know. know but <laughs> they asked. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to say no to it. It's, it's like, I hope you know what kind of person you have on here. But I also think who you are on social media doesn't like dictate who Define you are. Yeah, yeah, it's not who you are fully. It's, it's Social media is what you want to show. Yeah, exactly. It's literally it. Like That's why it's foolish for you to think that other people are showing their you don't true know self. Me. Because if you are not showing the everything, why would you think that other people are like... Yeah. It, you know? So I'm just showing the my shit talk. I like to talk shit. Exactly. It's like, that's what I Mind do. But yeah, it's like... 
but who I am as a person is a little bit more deep than me just talking shit about everything that I can. But I talk shit about myself a lot too. It's like nobody's safe from it, but <laughs> really, like nobody is. But yeah, follow me on those. Um, and watch me beat somebody up on August twentieth. That's really yes. Cool. And you can find us on mentalchillness.podcast on Instagram and mentalchillnesspodcast on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram at lots of jewels with two S's. And I'm Mega Khan. And we really fucking enjoyed this episode and we hope you enjoyed this episode. I forgot to say the podcast. You can find it on. I was like, why is he only saying it on social? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. We're going to have everything in the description. We have it on Spotify. We're coming to Apple Music eventually. Ooh. Um, then we have Spreaker, Podbean, and you can catch our live shows. I don't think we're doing one this Sunday, but we'll always update. It's typically every other Sunday, so twice a month. And that's going to be, that's streamed on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Yes. See, so you got some new perspectives and you got a new fucking um, anime podcast to listen to. Spicy ramen. I love that. I know. I'm on ramen now. You want to see our art? Oh, but yeah. (laughs) Well, anyways, love you. We are out of here, guys. Okay, bye. Bye. We'll see you next time.